the best matter. what I can do. <laughs> so here we are. This is our first attempt. It says we can record for up to 30 minutes. That's probably long enough, huh? Right. So here we are with Grandma and Grandpa's letters. Don Maddox and Helen Wilson. And the first letters that they exchanged in 1937. In this envelope from Don, there are little trinkets. There's a Friday, December something, 1937 Century Theaters Admit One at the window. Window number two, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 25 cents. The Nile Theater. Walnut dining room suit. Looks like a raffle ticket for a beautiful eight-piece walnut dining room suit. $149.50. Courtesy of Cardozo's Furniture Company, 5th Street and 1st Avenue North. Winner must be present. I don't think they won. And then little pieces of cardboard with dates and names on them. I must have been for the raffle ticket. December 4th, 1937. I don't know what these little pieces of cardboard are for, but it looks like maybe they bought some raffle tickets and went to Century Theater. So that was included in the envelope from Grandpa to Grandma. The address on the envelope is Miss Helen Wilson, Garden City, Minnesota. That's it. No zip code, nothing. The return address is 4024 Longfellow, Longfellow Avenue 8. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Again, no zip code. And the stamp is a three-cent stamp of George Washington. And the canceled stamp says Minneapolis, 11 p.m., December 14th, 1937. And the envelope was opened on the end. Oh, yeah. The top and the end. The left side and the top. So. You can say anything about stamp. The stamp is right side up. Is it one cent or what's it? Three cent stamp, George Washington. So you're going to read this, Tim. He's going to read Grandpa's, and Kathy's going to read Grandma's in response. Here we go. All right. The letter that I have from Don to Helen is dated December the 13th, 1937. The time is 10.30 p.m. Kathy read the address 4024 Longfellow Avenue South, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Dear Helen, here it is Monday and I'm broke. Haha. -ha. Well, anyway, not quite. First of all, if my writing and spelling isn't so hot, please excuse it because I'm pretty tired and worn out. I'm going to bed when I finish this, but I wanted to be sure and get this off tonight. Friday afternoon, I came home and tried to get some work done, but I guess I was just feeling moody that afternoon, and it seems I didn't accomplish anything. However, I did do some work in the evening. I got that contract written. Saturday morning, I went to school and did some work, got one job done, and took a test I missed on Friday. In the afternoon, I wandered around town until about 4 p.m., and then came home, ate supper, and went to choir practice. By the way, Richie Hagberg and myself put my poster up after practice Saturday night. Page two. 
a lot of good it did. We went to Sunday school and church on Sunday morning, and then Mary, Beth, and I went skating in the afternoon. It was the first time I had had skates on for two years, and as I didn't take one spill all afternoon, I thought I didn't do so bad, but boy, you should have seen me slide. My skates are new and have never been sharpened, and were they dull. Wow. Betty Redpath came down to the rink while we were there, and then she went back to Stewart's with us where we all had supper, except Beth. You should have seen Mary in the afternoon. She was feeling good, and boy, was she wild. There was no holding her. We had a lot of fun, and by this time, we got to choir practice. By the time we got to choir practice, I was just beginning to really feel like Mary had an all afternoon, and I didn't know whether we'd get through Christian endeavor or not. Oh boy. Our cantata or pageant or question mark went over pretty good. We had a fair crowd and they all seemed to enjoy it. You probably remember the young tenor fellow that had a mustache and it and is always asking for his part to be played. And on Wednesday night, he was working with the lights. Well, page three. He was the only solo or part that went wrong. He got started on the wrong note and was lost entirely. And Mrs. Patterson, the one who followed him and picked the song up, got stage struck and cracked and even busted on some of her notes. But otherwise, there wasn't anything wrong with the cantata. Went to school again today. We're getting our... Cannot read. Dark room. We're getting our dark room going down there now. And so I'm figuring on moving downtown about the 1st of January. This, of course, would mean that I would quit the church and that would mean that I wouldn't see the gang anymore. I still don't know what to do. Mary told me the other night that she promised Bud not to have any more dates. So I guess that. kind of lets me out there. What do you think I should do? I hate to leave the bunch, but yet I feel like I should. You know what I mean. Well, I guess I have told you enough sob stuff, so I'll ask a few questions for you to answer. Here was the return trip, and how was the return trip, and did you get home okay? That was question number one. Question number two. They're numbered? They're numbered. They're numbered. How are all the bunch down there? Number three. Did they work you as hard as you thought they would when you got back? Page four, question four. Have you heard anything about Dave Thompson? Question number five. How are you feeling? And what did you do over the weekend? Well, it's going on 12 bells. And so I had better sign off. And I guess, so I'll just say, I wish you were still here. And I mean it with all my heart. And now, as your Hollywood reporter says, good night to you. And I do mean you.
Love, Don. P.S. My address is at the top of the letter. Please write soon. And she did. Grandma's envelope is got the postage cancellation from Lake Crystal, Minnesota, December 17th, 1 p.m., 1937. It says, Mr. Don Maddox, 4024 Longfellow Avenue South, Minneapolis, Minnesota. No zip code. Nothing on the back. The stamp that she used is still George Washington, a three-cent stamp, but it's upside down. He's on his head, and I think that means something. Garden City, Minnesota, Thursday. Dear Don, your letter came this morning. I was glad to hear from Minneapolis. I thought Mary would have written before now. Maybe she is too done up with Bud. I could have told you when I was there that it that is only Bud to her from now on. I got home at 6 p.m. last Friday. I rode all the way to Mankato with a girl from St. Louis Park. It helped pass the time away. The folks thought I would be home on Thursday. I could have stayed and came home on Saturday morning had I known everything. You see, our company couldn't come. Maybe it was for the best I didn't stay. Mary would have had Bud bring someone along for me. I would have had to have gone, even if I didn't want to. Dale Rice hadn't said a word to Paul, my brother, thanks to him. Unexpected things turned up, so the boys didn't get to go to SS, must be Sunday school, or church the 5th. Paul stayed with Dale last night as he had to play basketball away from Garden City. He may talk. If he does, I'll get Art to defend me. He is a pal of mine, a real good one, too. Life sure has been a lot of fun since I came home. Like fun. On Friday night, we went visiting. They had a rabbit hunt in Garden City. The men took the car to hunt them Friday night. The team Dad and Art were on won. So the losing side has to give an oyster supper to the winners and their families. It really won't be very exciting, but guess I'll go. On Sunday afternoon, I took a nap. I hadn't been asleep very long when Art came in with a piece of thread and tickled my nose. Of course, he woke me up. I really thought of the choir on Sunday night. The lady that had a solo part sure went high enough for her voice to crack. You should see me when I get all dressed up to go outside. Overalls, jacket, overshoes, and tam. Do I ever look swell? And how. I even helped milk cows, feed the horses, turn the separator, etc. It isn't much fun, just something to occupy my spare time. Did Mary say anything about Friday after she left us alone? Really, nothing was done to be ashamed of, otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. When I got home, a letter was here from our dear friend Irene. She said, Anyway, if Don passes me up, I still have his beautiful photo he sent me. You see, I knew she had one of you as she wrote and said you sent her one. Do I get a snapshot? Later, she said she had her Christmas shopping nearly done. She said she had a gift for you and asked me if she should send it or not after things turned out as they have. I wrote and told her that it was her doings and not mine. What else could I tell her? Tomorrow, the men are going to a farm sale. Maybe you read about a man, Harold Legg, who was shot during deer season. 
he was a young man, to his sale. If we should go along, this will get mailed. If not, it will have to wait. Also think of me. I have to visit the dentist. Do I ever hate to go there? I have a tooth that went bad after I came home. It will have to be pulled. I would rather have it filled, but that would do no good as a filling wouldn't stay in. By the way, what day will you go home? I possibly will send this to Minneapolis and you will be in Duluth. Also, what date do you start back to school? Guess I had better reread your letter and start answering a few questions. Why did you feel so downhearted last Friday? Was it because I had to go home? How did your test turn out? We could have had some fun different from what we did on Thursday if you had known it. I mean, as the poster didn't get put up till Saturday night. It was too bad you wasted time when it didn't get used and more than it any more than it did. It really was a nice poster. If you stayed down by school, you sure would be left out of the gang. Maybe Mary wouldn't have so much to say. In a way, from Mary's viewpoint, you aren't wanted in the gang. If I was there, I'd say stay where you are. Grandma just came along and wanted me to address a package. That always is my job. I write so nice. So she says. I really wish I could write nice. The kids all wanted to know if I had a good time. What could I tell them but the truth? A grand time, thanks to you. Sorry to say, but I haven't heard a word from David Thompson since he went to South Dakota. I guess I had better quit. The longer I write, the worse I scribble. I should be working on my Sunday school work. That's what the folks think I'm doing. What they don't know won't hurt them. You will be tired by the time you get through the letter this far, so I had better do my Sunday school work. Write and tell me what you plan to do and if Mary said anything about the other Friday. I wrote and told her what we did so she wouldn't get me wrong. Love, Helen. Maybe it was a good thing I stopped. After rereading the letter, I found some mistakes. That's it. That's the first back and forth. 